0: Welcome to Misfits and Mystics Podcast, where we have conversations intersecting faith, mental health, artistry, and social justice. We're so glad you're here. So get cozy.
1: But not too cozy, because we do keep it real on this podcast.
0: Listen with care. And enjoy.
2: Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
1: Sing, sis. Okay, I was not about to help you, but you did. You held it down on your own. I'm I hit that it. note. You did, and I was in my head like, "Wow, yeah, couldn't be me." Never. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's not happening. And the, thing is, and the thing is, my voice has not been the best lately, but that's the Lord. He comes through, okay. He will make a way out of no way. Out of, ugh, no way. Okay. Dry bones come to life. Because <laughs> that's what it feels like in my throat. And he said, let me give I... it some water. I can't.
2: I cannot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into this episode.
0: Right. It feels weird you are not sitting next to me. I know. That
1: was really, really great. Imagine having a studio and meeting at a studio
0: every week to record. I know. Well, that that will require one of us to move. Who's it going to be? Um, I or maybe we both move to a new location.
2: Okay, maybe.
0: Maybe. Let's so, somewhere central like St. Louis. That's kind of in the middle. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, you know what's right in the middle of us? Cincinnati. Okay. It's four hours from me and four hours from you. That don't sound bad. Right. It's going to happen? So, Probably not. But you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, how are you, Alicia? It's good to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um,
1: I'm well now. We've we've had our conversation before, and um, Mm -hmm. it's been a a wonderful day until the conversation we had to have before. But, you know, I have to say I really appreciate that we always check in before we actually, you know, get to the episode. And so, um, yeah, thanks for um, being a listening ear.
0: I agree. I am glad we do that. It's kind of like taking a dump before – you know hitting record and have to you know having to get in our into the podcast mode Mm -hmm. basically you know acknowledging that we're human beings first we're friends first so yeah thank you for being a listening ear absolutely so yeah um i went to this rally oh yeah (laughs) let's talk about that I mean, well, briefly because it kind of
1: has to do with next week's episode, but you
0: know. Right. Yeah. Um, Briefly, if you live in Tennessee, you know our government is in shambles. Well, if you live in the United States, our government is in shambles. But specifically in Tennessee, it's in shambles right now. Um, I was there, uh, the House General Assembly was meeting at the Capitol today. And um, there's a few bills, you know, that they're trying to pass that are not so friendly to our LGBTQ plus neighbors, um, and also they are trying to pass this school voucher program, which is a threat to our public education system. So I was there. Um, to rally with educators, and also um, specifically the human rights campaign organization and other um, LGBTQ like equality groups, like Tennessee Equality Project. So there was like a lot of a lot of us there representing, basically being like, "No to school vouchers and fuck you for your anti LGBTQ uh, legislation." Particularly with, um, there's a bill that basically is going to force trans students to, like, use the bathroom that uh, is in alignment with their biological sex and not their um, gender identity, which is like, who gives a fuck where people pee? (laughs) But, you know, of course, I mean, it's not surprising live in Tennessee, so... Yeah, it's a red state. And one of the interesting things was before the like assembly was in session, they like did this long introduction of their like chaplain or this pastor who was gonna like pray before, you know, they got it cracking. And it's like, it was just very weird because, and I say this as a as a Christian like it it made me uncomfortable because it's like we're here for government things but you up here praying in Jesus name and it's just like (laughs) it's just weird like separation of church and state should be a thing I don't know like if we're gonna do that if we're gonna talk about it we need to be about it so can we not pray like can you pray on your own time but not on the microphone and then like I was thinking if Like if the person who got up to pray said like a Muslim prayer or a Jewish prayer or a Hindu prayer, like people would probably be like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. you know, it was very much like, let's, it was very much in the sentiment of like, we need to give our country back to God, Mm -hmm. like that whole narrative. And I was just like, no, we need to just like leave people the fuck alone.
1: Right. And (laughs) And respect what they believe.
0: Yeah, and, like, get on with things that our state, like, actually needs to, like, care about instead of, like, trying to dictate where people use the bathroom. And, yeah. So, anyway. So, that was interesting. Um, So, I did that. I was safe, sound, and secure. I know some people were, like, worried about me, but I'm fine. Um, (laughs) Usually when I go rally or protest, like, I'm very low-key. Like, I'm out there chanting and screaming but I'm also very low-key because your girl likes her freedom so <laughs> anyway but we'll talk more about that next week yeah. that's good that you went though yeah I felt because a lot of people are like how can I get involved other than like voting and like That's one way. And you can go to like the general assemblies, like you can sit up in the gallery, you know, like you don't have to just wait until there's like a hot pressing issue that you like want to be loud about. But it's like, you know, maybe it kind of made me think, huh, I should probably pay more attention to like when house is in session and maybe like head up to the Capitol every now and then just to see what's going on and be involved and like get to know my representatives like a little better, so yeah, maybe I'll I'll like make a point to do that, like at least like three times a year, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, <clears throat> anything new in your in your neighborhood? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh-uh. I know. I mean, I'm sure there is, but it's just like your typical like local frenzy. Yeah. Nothing, yeah, nothing happening. The only thing that
1: I will say that I have not said on the podcast is that I have started um, driving for Uber. and so I feel Ooh. like I feel like at some point, I want to have like a segment because <laughs> we both drive for you know driving companies where we just talk about right. the funny things we experience because I've already started a thread on Twitter. Because I know I'm gonna have some crazy experiences, and I already have posted some, but I think it'll be cool to talk about on here. So,
0: yes, I'm yes. so for it.
1: Look out! Yeah, for I'm about our to start
0: driving for yeah,
1: Uber. i about to start like driving
0: for Lyft a lot more, so maybe we can compare stories. Yes, <laughs> especially
1: different states too. It'll be
0: interesting. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: well, yeah, that is all for me.
0: Okay, well, this week we're talking. About signs and wonders again This is part two Of our previous discussion A few weeks back Um, Last time we talked um, We went on this tangent About deliverance (laughs) Um, And that was pretty interesting I didn't really get a lot of Feedback From it Other than You know it was interesting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's. I feel like that topic Is either hit or miss With yeah. a lot of people So But this week we're gonna Keep diving into it And um, we're gonna highlight Our view of the Holy Spirit And Breaking down the different gifts Of the Spirit Which again will be interesting Because of our backgrounds <laughs> And our lived experiences um but i wanted to kind of go kind of give our listeners a little context of what i mean by gifts of the spirit um so you have your like mainline protestant christian denominations that are like you know Observe sacraments or ordinances um, and acknowledge the Trinity, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Um, And then you have your more like charismatic Pentecostal persuasions that are there's more emphasis on the Holy Spirit and not just the Holy Spirit as like the convictor or the comforter but also like the one that empowers us and not just empowers us to like live right but like gives us power to demonstrate the glory of God would you would you agree with that mm-hmm. okay okay i don't want to like you know so <laughs> i have had basically, you know, as you all know, in my earlier years, I grew up in an environment where the emphasis was much more on like the father and the son, and the Holy Spirit was really only mentioned when you got baptized or like, you know, like I said, the Comforter or the Convictor, um, the 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 per the personhood of God that helps you live right. Um, That's a good way. To think and then that. it wasn't until. Yeah, and like I I still, you know, align with that. Yes. The Holy Spirit definitely convicts us to like do the right thing. Absolutely. Um but it wasn't until I got to college and beyond where I started to experience like the fullness of the Holy Spirit and like the power of God and like seeing like it being demonstrated. And most of the time, it was being demonstrated through the gifts of the spirit. And everybody has different, like, opinions about what the gifts actually are. Because there's all these different, like, Bible verses that, like, talk about gifts. And, you know, I I I don't... <laughs> I don't really know. Like, and then I also... I also heard somebody say, I can't remember who it was, or maybe I came up with it. I don't know where somebody was like, everybody wants the gifts of the spirit, but nobody wants the fruit of the spirit, Mm -hmm. which are like two different things. So, you know, the fruit of the spirit is like self-control, kindness, you know, all of that stuff. But then the gifts of the spirit are more about like what you can do or like what you can showcase. And it's the Holy spirit. Like, empowering you to do those things and so like there's you know prophecy tongues words of wisdom words of knowledge you know things like that um discernment you know that sort of thing but then also people are like your gifts like can also be things like singing or dancing or being a good listener or <laughs> being being a good giver. Like basically, yeah. So I I'm kinda like, yeah, all those things, the Holy Spirit can empower you to do and be all of those things. Um so that's basically so when I just when I am saying the gifts of the spirit, I'm mostly talking about the woo-woo stuff, like it's signs and wonders so I'm talking about the things that make people uncomfortable like tongues and prophecy and (laughs) interpreting tongues and words of knowledge and you know discernment and things like that so I don't know if that's the same for you I assume it is but (laughs) when
1: people say gifts um I guess it really depends on the context of the conversation I don't think I have like a central like Oh they say gifts then I know what they're talking about Like well not that I know That was not what I was trying to say (laughs) When they say gifts I don't think One specific type I usually try to listen to like what they're saying Exactly
0: Yeah (laughs) And it's interesting because Like I said I grew up in In a type of church That basically was like We don't need those like charismatic gifts anymore um I briefly like have said this in previous episodes but like there's this whole like cessationist like point of view that basically is like the gifts ceased after you know the apostles like spread the gospel and the canon of the bible was established and Um, basically like people who are more of a charismatic uh, expression of the faith are basically like, no, it kept going. The Holy Spirit is still alive and, you know, thriving. And therefore those things still continue and are still very relevant and very needed to help edify the body of Christ. So um, I obviously am not a cessation cessationist anymore i am a person that believes that those gifts are still relevant and still needed within reason though (laughs) um i definitely believe that they could they can be mis misused and abused just like anything else but that doesn't mean that you know they're not valid and not producing like good fruit in people's lives and I have definitely been able to encounter God um at a deeper level through the the demonstration of some of those gifts so thanks but I wanted to kind of dive into like so some people would call that like a second baptism or like the baptism of the holy spirit and like i don't know if you and i've ever like really talked about like what we believe about that um it's just always been about like the demonstration but not the like theology behind it yeah so um
2: you know i honestly never really thought about it <laughs>
1: To <laughs> be I mean, really honest, never really thought about the, the different levels of, of baptism, except like, you know, when you're in church and they're talking about it, if they even talk talk about it. Um, so I, I really don't, I'm, I'm now, I guess I'm now wondering, like, so is the first baptism, like the actual baptism when you go, you know, under the water. And then the second is when you develop tongues, which would mean, that not everybody even gets to experience the second baptism because not everybody speaks in tongues
0: yeah i mean basically how it that's kind of how it was explained to me but tongue but the person that was explaining it to me like they didn't necessarily believe that tongues was the only evidence of you receiving the second baptism Mm -hmm. Like, it was one of the, like, more prominent ways. But they basically were like, just because you're not speaking in tongues doesn't mean you haven't received the Holy Spirit. Right. You know? Yeah, I have heard that that before. <clears throat> but, like, in my upbringing, it was like, it all happens in one. Like, once you get saved, you now have the gift of the Holy Spirit indwelling in you. Right. And that is, like, forever. Whereas, like, there's a difference between, like, the Holy Spirit indwelling in you and then you being filled with the Holy Spirit to the point where, like, you're so overcome by it that, like, some mystical thing is going to happen. And so then I wonder, like, is it possible for people to, like, be filled with the Spirit, like, for some purpose, but they not actually, like the spirit not really be indwelling in them like you know eternally hmm. so are you asking like if a person is I not even a Christian e- or I guess like and see well this is going to be for another episode <laughs> but uh, like I have my own beliefs about what makes one a Christian but um <laughs> we may maybe not want to get into that today but like <laughs> <laughs> cuz i'm not ready okay? okay um but yeah i guess if you are a person who believes in the like tra- in the traditional sense that like you you know you get saved you accept jesus as your lord and savior and once that occurs in your heart then the holy spirit like is now in you, dwelling in you. Mm. And now it's, it's, it's going to take on the role of like being the comforter, the convictor, the, per, the personhood that like guides you, being that inner voice, you know, being like saying no, 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 or yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and also, if you are of a more charismatic persuasion, the Holy Spirit is also. personhood that is going to give you the power to like demonstrate like what god can do in our lives to edify your siblings in christ so you know that's where like prophesying and like speaking in tongues and healing and all that comes into play um yeah but i guess i my question is Is it possible? But then you, you know, people are like, God can use anybody Mm -hmm. for his will or his purpose, even if they're not part of like the Christian fold or whatever. So I guess my question is like, is it possible that like someone could be filled with the Holy Spirit temporarily in order to like do what God needs to be done? But then after that, it's like,
1: uh <laughs> hmm. that's a good question. Um and honestly, when you picture it, <laughs> I just picture like um uh what do you call that movie? I'm not even gonna Casper, okay. I was like I'm gonna embarrass myself if I cannot think of the name of this movie. Casper mm-hmm. or like even a movie like Twitches. Have you seen Twitches before?
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um Which, honestly, is kind of funny because (laughs) there have been people, I mean, I'm sure this is about the first time this conversation has come up, but there have been people on Twitter um, where I've been seeing people talk about how um, Christians are so against like witchcraft, but then they will say things like, You know covered in the blood of Jesus And they're like Oh my god I (laughs) just
0: saw A meme and I was going to send it to you And be like we should talk about this
1: (laughs) So the reason I'm laughing about it Is because uh, a friend of mine Sent it to me and was so Upset about it and I don't know why Like, I just I thought the post Was just funny in general Um, Mm -hmm. And not even like Judging it I don't know it was just funny to me But um, Like she was so pissed about it and I was just like I mean I think it was funny like even more funny because I was kind of just like if you really really like come on really think about some of this stuff you cannot sit here and say that that's not like I'm a graphic. Graphic. <laughs> like, like yeah. that's weird like you, you mm-hmm. have to admit that some of the the Christian sayings even past practices um, are are weird they're spooky like there's a reason that people are afraid of deliverance because it's not like the different ways that you know a person can manifest because of you know spirits that they may be um hosting like that's weird it's it's just weird so
0: but it's not just it's not just weird because of that but like how we respond to that like basically Like, listen to the language, like, we, like, even when we say things like, we decree and declare, I command, Mm -hmm. like, those sound like spells. Like, I don't know if you watch um, Sabrina, Uh -uh. the the Netflix series, like, I've been really into that show, and like, uh, some people would probably be like, hey, bro, you shouldn't watch that because Satanism, (laughs) but (laughs) like... It's actually, like, the themes of the show you could apply to any, like, religious practice. Um, Like, I won't give spoilers, but, like, basically her character, you know, she has to, like, she's challenging the, like, old ways of this, like, Satanist witchcraft practice, and a lot of the things that, like, are brought up, like, are issues that we as Christians are dealing with, like the role of women, like in the church, and like you know, just think, like not taking our sacred texts so literal all the time, like and but as I like when I watch like scenes where they're like doing spells or like trying to manipulate situations for their benefit. Like, it's kind of the same language in a lot of charismatic churches. Like, we, we command, I call upon, you know, we say we call upon Jesus. They're saying we call upon whatever. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and basically, I'm, I've kind of come to the conclusion that we're basically doing the same thing, we're just calling upon different sources. Right. Of power we have decided As Christians that Jesus Is the only good force And power worthy Power to call upon mm. For to do Our bidding you know But and other people have Decided that they want to call upon Whoever and whatever Um, And I'm starting to question Like uh-huh, Like What's the difference I mean But that goes back to, you know, like the Bible says, try the spirits by the spirits. Like, so like any spirit that says, you know, that they're from like Christ, you know, is good. um, And then otherwise is not. But but Jesus also said, you know, if you're not sure, judge the tree by its fruit. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I'm not saying that you know everybody who's calling upon whatever is like correct but I'm also not saying that everybody who calls upon the name of Jesus is correct either because for you Bible thumping folks doesn't the Bible also say that not everybody who called Lord Lord like will enter the kingdom of heaven I'll be like I never knew you just because you said Jesus Jesus so is it maybe it's possible that there are people they may not be I call upon the Holy Ghost or I call upon Jesus every time they're performing mystical things or miracles. Um, maybe they're not saying Jesus all the time, but maybe Jesus does know their name. Mm-hmm. And maybe some people who aren't saying, I call upon Jesus over and over and over again, um, maybe Jesus doesn't know who they are.
1: <laughs> this is very true. Yeah, I was about to say, to answer your question, I I think when you think about it in the sense of like I guess my my just just straight flat out answer would be in the way that you're asking the question. So, are do you think that, you know, basically a person like receives Holy Spirit for, you know, a certain situation for the time being and then that's just it? I don't think that that happens because I truly do believe that you only receive Holy Spirit, in the sense of like, you know, really think about it as Holy Spirit, because some people would say that that's just intuition or that's, you know, ancestors, that people have different names for this basically same source of help. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that you have Holy Spirit for a moment and then it's just gone if you don't actually get saved. But I, I do absolutely believe that God will use whoever and whatever and that's that's just like my plain answer I don't think that that the process of having Holy Spirit is needed when God is going to use you to do something but like Holy Spirit it's helpful in the ways that Holy Spirit is helpful you know what I'm saying yeah all right I get you oh my god I feel like I'm kind of yeah. like talking in circles
0: no no no. I I would mostly agree with that. I think well I basically my plain answer is anything is possible.
1: I really wanted to say anything so. is possible, but I tried not to, but then I kinda just said it, so we're gonna keep moving on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yes, yes, anything yes. is possible. <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> Anything's possible if you just believe. Okay. <laughs> No, I mean, I say that because I, okay, so I guess I am sort of outing myself right now. Um, I have encountered people who are not, quote unquote, Christian. And one could say that like, Abra, you're being deceived, but whatever. Whatever. Um, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Nobody knows anything, okay? So I've encountered people who are very tapped in to intuition, into the spiritual world. Like whether I just believe that if I woke up tomorrow and said Jesus is a lie, which I don't think that at all, but <laughs> if I woke up tomorrow and thought that I still believe that I would believe that there is a greater power outside of ourselves that exists within the universe and outside of the universe that has some sort of power and like control in this thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I do believe that there are forces and spirits that exist like, in another plane. Now, what those things are and how they manifest, I'm still figuring that out as I think everybody is. And everybody has different names and different interpretations as to what those things are and what they mean for our lives. But I'm telling you that there are people (laughs) in this world who aren't like professing Jesus as Lord and Savior. That I believe are connected in some way to the divine. That is a, is a good source. Whether that's... We want to call that Holy Spirit or whatever. And they just... And maybe we're just so caught up on labels that we're missing, like, the point. So, like, again if what that person is doing or tapping into is producing good things, good holy things, who cares if they want to call it ancestors or whatever? I don't know, and I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lose people with that. Okay. And that's all right with me. I thank God for Bishop Carlton Pearson who paved the way. For us, you know, you know, whatever. I'm not saying that I'm totally in agreement with him. If you don't know who that is, Google it. But um, yeah, I thank God for people like him that paved the way for me to like entertain these thoughts. Um, But that's just kind of where I'm at. And like people will say, but the Bible says, I'm like, the Bible says a lot of things that. We're not getting jiggy with So mm. I'm allowed to have I'm allowed to entertain these thoughts And have questions okay
2: said getting jiggy And with. I'm
0: still a- and I'm still a Christian So Deal with it
2: I'm still
1: stuck on getting jiggy with
0: You're <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so childish
1: <laughs> uh, But no I-, I feel you honestly I do feel you Um it's, yeah, I just, I, I feel you. <laughs> I just I just had so many thoughts go through my mind. It's like, there's so much that, you know, this could go a lot of different ways, but I think honestly it, my, what all of my thoughts just kind of wrapped up to was exactly what um, you and I said in the beginning when you were talking about them praying at the, um, the protest and how mm-hmm. it's just, I don't, my thing is just like love and respect um, should always be first, like in any situation. Um, So, you know, people, this is also a conversation I had the other day. Um, A friend asked if we all, all as in like those who actually ascribe to it, if we all, Um, have the same religion and we you know we say we love the same God and this is you know who we turn to should we all have the same practices like shouldn't there be things that look you know just alike because people do things so many different ways and um, in a sense yes but honestly I feel like my answer to that is mostly no um, mm-hmm. just because <laughs> I don't do things the same way that you do things in general so I mean right there definitely are I guess you know standards within different contexts of life um, standards I mean when I say standards I mean standards and like boundaries um, and you know there there definitely is a certain level of like respect. to like, you know, a certain standard and boundary that people have, even if you were not born and raised in the church, it's usually understood or told to you that a standard mm-hmm. and a boundary is you shouldn't curse in church. Now, some people do it. <laughs> they just do. But that's usually like as far as I know uh an international thing, that like you know, just like just talking the same way you talk outside to your friends, is not the way that you talk in in church in a church building. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that, yeah, it, you know, I feel like there should be those set things. But then, as far as like how you choose to pray, I'm just giving a random example how you choose to pray, meaning like the position that you are in when you pray versus the position that I choose to be in when I pray, that doesn't have to be a standard thing, in my opinion. Mind you, I'm talking about Christianity because I know that there are religions where they have to like, you know, be in a certain position to pray. And if that's the way that they set their standards, then that's fine. But what I'm saying is as far as Christianity, as far as it, as long as it's been, there's there's nothing that says that you have to do this this way because it's literally like if I choose to pray in the shower one day but then the next day I choose to pray in the car on the way to work that doesn't change who I'm praying to you know it's like it literally doesn't matter I think all that all these extra confines and boundaries and extra stuff that's what makes it so stressful sometimes honestly like we just put so much even, extra on it
0: yeah but even to your statement about like cursing in church I even feel like things like that are like man made constructs cause I mean I'm gonna be real I cuss sometimes when I pray so if church is supposed to be a place where I'm supposed where I should feel comfortable to be vulnerable and if it's really about you know god like if the focus is really on god if you ask me to pray in your church and it's a genuine prayer i might say some words that according to our social constructs are not a uh, pc mm-hmm. <laughs> but then it's kind of like the lord knows my heart so he already knew that I was cussing in my heart so might as well Just be real with it on the mic But It, it made me think of My friend Adrian Graves um, Which I hope to have her on the podcast One day because she is Amazing um, But anyway she When I first met her she shared This prayer With me that she prayed to God when she was First, coming into her like evolution of like understanding of who God is, and um, she recently like posted about it on her Facebook. Um, but basically, like her post said, if your religion or church denomination taught you that you're more saved than another denomination, that's a religious red flag. God so loved the world before churches, Mm -hmm. denominations, or man's religion was even a thing. Prayer dare. And this is the, the prayer that every time I see her, she brings this prayer up and I just love it so much. She says, Father, I want to get to know you the way you desire to be known, not the way man has tried to make you known to me. Yes, I love that hmm. And I woo, when she first shared that to me, girl, I was wrecked. But <laughs> um, like and so I think even the things the things that we think are so like central or like essential to our faith, like we really have to question, like, is that how much of that is like me, like us as human beings, like putting definitions on it. And how much of it is, like, genu- Like we genuine be- genuinely believe that that is coming from God, from the divine. And it's hard because we're humans, so we're flawed. So we're always going to, like, it's always going to be a little tainted, you know, by our biases and interpretations of things. And so to answer, you know, the person, like, that person was like, if we are all, like, part of the same religion, shouldn't we all be doing the same things? no (laughs) because we're human beings so we're all just gonna like have different perspectives on like how it's supposed to be um and i think that's why i stay really rooted in that that passage in scripture where jesus is like Look at the fruit of the tree. Like, is if it's producing good fruit, then it's good. If it's not, then maybe we need to examine this a little more and be done with it. Be away with that, you know? And, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but people, but even people look at that passage differently and and apply that to their lives differently, mm-hmm. you know? And it's kind of like... The only thing I can say is The only Thing that I can say That I truly can hold to Is that love Is the key mm-hmm. <laughs> And if you want to call love God then so be it If you want to call love Love so be- I don't know But <laughs> I just know that I've experienced Love at its at what I believe to be its purest in, in, in various increments of my life. And when love is like totally leading the way, wow, there's nothing that we can't do. Um, and that anything's possible. And like all the other shit, like doesn't really matter. <laughs> we just, we just want it to matter because we still have to like, live within the constructs that we've created for mm-hmm. ourselves but I think back to okay I think back to Ev- Evolving Faith Conference where Prop uh, Propaganda The he's a Christian hip hop artist if you know him Woo. Um, he talked about like we are terraforming because like we are the stories that we tell ourselves and so he challenged us to like terraform like recreate And, like, make something new. And I was just like, wow. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very, like, I think I'm more within the mindset of, like, let me examine the stories that I'm telling myself about who I am, about who God is, about the world that I live in. And then let me make sure that that is in alignment with, like, some sense of love um, and goodness. And also to not disregard, like, how it makes me feel, even though feelings can be deceiving sometimes. But I feel like um, when you really, like, dive into yourself, you know, (laughs) like, you have a sense of, like, what is good for you and what is, like, helpful and resourceful and like you don't need um a big religious book to like inform you of that when you just really like dive into it so yeah I don't know after hearing things like that I'm like love as long as like I'm rooted in love then It just everything else doesn't matter. Like, we still have to live in the constructs of our lives, Mm -hmm. but like, but do we really? Like, I don't know. know.
2: know. I'm
0: just a very, like, what I'm just a very, like, what if person right now. And maybe, like, that's what makes me a mystic. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was still rooted in the tradition of christianity in the sense that like yeah jesus has something to do with this but like
1: (laughs) something to do with it
0: yeah like totally i okay jesus is still lord yes amen (laughs) but like but i feel like there's there's more like there's something deeper But we're just so caught up in our Religious like uh, And I notice like people In a lot of charismatic circles like they'll say Oh it's not about religion It's about relationship And I'm like girl You are still caught up in religion Okay (laughs) You just you've like Made religion look cool Mm -hmm. Because it looks like hip and trendy right now Like because of like How you're living out your christianity but at the end of the day like it's not so much what you think but how you think and how you think is still very religious cool. so coming back to like gifts of the spirit like people <laughs> i realized like when i started to abandon my baptist like upbringing of like oh like maybe the holy there's more to this holy spirit thing when like what I was given. But as I started to like examine like circles of people that were like, oh, like the power of God and like look at me like demonstrate like Holy Spirit like power, you know, it was, I still came to the conclusion that a lot of people are still operating in a religious spirit. Yeah. They're yeah. just, you know, mm-hmm. demonstrating it in a different way and they're making it look cool and like mystifying because like it's weird but it's also like cool as fuck like whoa (laughs) you know like you're speak like i love hearing people speak in tongues i love it i don't know why i just do i just think it's very fascinating (laughs) um and I enjoy doing it in the privacy of myself. I don't need to do that in public <laughs> uh, okay, so before you get any ideas, follow <laughs> me um no i i I'm saying oh. i like in the in the rare rare occasion that I am like genuinely speaking in tongues like I I enjoy it in in the privacy of my car with no one else around (laughs) it's very intimate but like so yeah it's it's cool it's like oh this is great you know because it's different and it's weird but then like when you strip it away like for some people it's still very much about like the religion part of it and like Ooh, look at me and how holy I am because I ha- I have been given this gift, mm-hmm. you know, and to where it becomes more about like how it serves you and not how it serves others right. or how it serves God, you know. Yeah. Because ultimately, like, and that's why, like, with the tongue, like with the tongues thing, like I I genuinely believe that, t- like for me, tongues is an intimate private thing like yeah i will like joke about it sometimes which <laughs> probably like isn't the best thing to do all the time but whatever the lord's working on me okay <laughs> um, but like when i'm genuinely 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 tapped in like it is a very like precious intimate thing so it still makes me a little uncomfortable when I'm in settings where people are like demanding that you like speak in your heavenly <laughs> language. <laughs> because then then I start think then I start second guessing like is am I genuinely speaking in tongues or is this like a placebo effect because everybody else is doing it. Mm,
2: yeah. You know.
0: And tongues is one of the gifts where I feel like you can fake Definitely. like it's one of the easiest gifts to fake like things like prophecy and healing like I mean you can fake that too but like it's easier to be like to point out like fallacy you know with that um well obviously because like if your prophecy didn't come true like or if okay off. and yeah. then like with healing Or it's off or like you know Or it's not bearing good fruit like whatever And then like with healing like obviously You be like I heal you in Jesus name And you still can't (laughs) walk Well, uh... (laughs) Clearly that didn't work But like anybody could just be like You know And um Yeah that's not my (laughs) real (laughs) Um Yeah me and my mom actually like our fake tongues is like uh we were reading the book of Genesis with all these names and I was having trouble pronouncing some of them and one was like Rohobo Sheba. And so that's our like fake tongues. Okay. <laughs> so whenever I'm like Rohobo Sheba, you know that's not real. Okay. okay? <laughs> um but <laughs> He's coming in a Honda. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, Where was I going with this? Yeah, I I I just noticed that like whenever somebody's like, speak in your heavenly language, I'm like, ah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, once you have like start like suggested that this is not an option then i'm like uh i don't, really I, don't, do that. I, don't I don't necessarily think
1: that when it's you know because it usually is in demand um that it is saying that you don't have an option i think that that's just a thing that we're used to within culture that's like do what you're told you know um
0: yeah, and I'm a, I'm a rebel, so you don't care. Right, so what don't to speak do. your you heavenly language then. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but then it's like people are looking at me like, oh, you don't have the Holy Ghost. So now everybody's Everybody like, really? you need to go up and receive the Holy Ghost. And it's like, I have the Holy Ghost. I just don't feel like manifesting it right now because you are trying to force it instead of just. Letting God come and do what he wants to do in his time well, and in his way. I people. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't even. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't really this be going, going to church true. like that all the time. And when I do go to church, I just always end up going Everybody back to my again, parish. They're not
1: speaking <laughs> enough, so you good.
0: It's all good. Right. One day i'm it's gonna just come upon me and people are gonna be like, What the fuck I did it while I was down but there? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I said should
1: have done it while I was down there.
0: Girl, <laughs> I thought
1: you would when we were having prayer time. Oh, I actually I think I was, but, but it was like, you know. It, was, it was to
0: yourself. Which is fine. Which i
1: usually Am to myself unless I'm leading prayer, honestly. Meaning like it's in a intimate setting, or, mm-hmm. um, or I'm actually like you know on a stage like with a microphone, and I. But then you still, it's still mm-hmm. a, like when it naturally comes. Like I don't I don't know if you've noticed I never fake tongues like even playing I I just I never do that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it it's I guess in the same what you're saying is, it's, it is an intimate thing to me. But when I say intimate, it's more like sacred or whatever. Like it's it's it's, yeah. it's serious. It's important. So I'm not gonna just you know, and I'm not saying that other people can't mm-hmm. fake it. Like if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But I just have never felt comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's yeah. just me or whatever. But I too. Love hearing people speak in tongues, but not everybody. Only certain people. (laughs) I'm very picky. (laughs) And I honestly, I love that I'm picky because I'm I'm picky with anything. Mm -hmm. Like born and raised in the church, but I'm still picky with people. I'm picky with who prays for me, who lays hands on me. I'm picky with who prophesies to me. I'm picky with all that. The only thing that I'm probably not picky about is people hugging me. Um, and that's because I usually just look at people wanting to hug me as them needing a hug, which I don't mind giving people because, you know, I know what it's like when I want a hug. And I get that hug really right. be sucking sometimes. So if anybody comes to me approaching for a hug, then I'm usually like, oh, they need this hug. So let me give it to them. Even if I don't. There's never been a time where I necessarily like really, really didn't want to be touched. I usually prepare myself to be touched before going into church because, you know, people just gotta touch you. But they have no no boundaries. boundaries But (laughs) I just prepare my I prepare myself (laughs) for that so that it's not an irritation. So
2: you -hmm. know
0: there's that. No, but like yeah, I guess I've noticed in all the years that I've known you, I've actually never heard you speak in tongues. (laughs) But I know that that is because of what you said. Like, it is sacred, it is intimate. And because you and I aren't normally in the same, like, church spaces Mm -hmm. where you would be in a position to lead prayer, um, you know, and even in the spaces where, like, you and I have prayed for one another or for somebody else it just hasn't like come yeah. up.
1: I don't think it's it's ever been like a not just super deep prayer or anything.
0: Right. And yeah, and like why force right. it? I think <laughs> like and that's something that I uh appreciate about you because like other th- there have been other people that they just, you know, they have no boundaries. So they're like, I'm just about to go full on with you. And it's like, ah, I wasn't really comfortable yeah. with that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I was like in the headspace where I wasn't back when I wasn't really like comfortable with tongues mm-hmm. and like people would just do it anyway. And I'm like, oh, do
1: it as in like speaking in tongues while praying with you or like trying to get you to speak in tongues.
0: Both, Maybe. yeah, I mean, you know the story about my oh aunt, yeah, like, yeah, and but, like later in life, it was just like people, and sometimes, like a lot of times we'd be in corporate settings, like in church, so it's like, who am I like to say, don't do that because I'm uncomfortable, but the majority of the people in the room aren't so like, you know, do what you do, but like. <laughs> Just kind of always feeling like when I was in those types of spaces just kind of feeling like oh I'm not really like completely comfortable with this for whatever reason Um, because we're human beings we want to belong mm-hmm. you know and so when you're like you start to think like is there something wrong with me because I'm not really comfortable with this or I for whatever reason like The spirit isn't happening upon me in this way. Um, And then once you get out of that, you start thinking, well, it's not me, it's them. There's something (laughs) wrong with them, you know. So it took me a while to be like, there's nothing wrong with anybody. Like people just have different ways of expressing and communicating. And some people, they need tongues, like they need it to help them. Like in their prayer life, and other people, it's not necessary. And both are not right or wrong. It's just it is yeah. what it is. Um, but I definitely have like been in seen situations or been in situations where it is very evident or it's very apparent or very heavily implied that like people get really caught up on the like tongues aspect. And tongues alone, like because of the teeth like some people teach that tongues is the evidence of salvation. Mm-hmm. So which I think is ridiculous, but I don't know. Um but if you are in if you're under that sort of teaching, I get why people like there's this pressure of like, you know, you need to speak in tongues, like actually recently spoke with someone that I dance with um, in the company. She grew up or she didn't grow up in it, but like she was saying like at one point her family was going to like a church of God church or whatever. And tongues was like very, very, very much a part of the worship encounter. And they were kind of under that sort of teaching of like, you know, you, you you need to speak in tongues like and if you're not speaking in tongues like there's something wrong with you and she was saying like that was one of the the reasons why her family like left that church because they were like shouldn't have to prove my salvation yeah. through like this yeah. this one aspect and with i think I get and I kind of get why people on the other side of the spectrum are like, Tongues is unnecessary because it is Sort of like Like with other gifts Like with prophecy, with healing Things like that, it's very evident That like You can say like well this is Edifying like other people Like if I'm prophesying to you That's like lifting you up Or giving you some type of Encouragement or some type of um, Guidance You know if I heal You um, obviously, that is edifying you, but with tongues, it's kind of like, who is that really edifying? Like you just babbling, you know? <laughs> in some other in some other language, and like, and I guess that's where the other gift of like interpreting tongues comes into play because I do know some Baptists who are like, tongues is okay, just have your interpreter ready. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm kind of like, uh, okay. I mean, but that's where I'm like, does every gift have to be like edifying, like the other person? Sometimes it's supposed to edify mm. you personally, um, because we can't forget to take care of ourselves. Um, so if if you feel like tongues is bringing you closer to God, like you shouldn't have to justify that to somebody else. Um, But at the same time, I could see how some people might feel like tongues could be a distraction, like in a corporate setting without like an interpreter present. But then I'm kind of like, at that point, we might as well just pray in English then and just be done with that. (laughs) Um. Like on the microphone, you know, like if you're praying on the microphone, just pray in English so that we don't even have to have this argument but i get that yeah i get
1: that but again i think it just goes back to everybody does things differently um like there are times when i'm praying for people and tongues are useful like tongues actually do edify people even if they don't know what you're saying and it's not always that's the thing it's literally not always you have to you know You have to know what you're doing. (laughs) Um, But the reason why it can't edify other people is because just like I have Holy Spirit, you have Holy Spirit. Even if you don't speak in tongues, the purpose of tongues is another language of prayer. So there's, I don't even know the exact scripture or anything. I probably should have figured this out for reference, but y'all listen. It's a scripture (laughs) that says that you know sometimes we basically we, don't, we don't know what to pray and that's where tongues mm-hmm. comes in in handy where it's like okay I don't know what to say anymore but I have this I don't even know how to say it, thing in me <laughs> um being holy spirit and holy spirit can now take over and pray for me um and that again probably mm-hmm. sounds really weird but I definitely have experienced myself and seen where that has been useful. Like, literally, just praying Mm -hmm. in tongues. There's been seasons of my life, and I feel like I've said this before, but there's been seasons of my life where, like, I had all of these emotions and things going on, but I I was so overwhelmed by my own emotions and stuff that I, or like, drained and just tired and worn out, worn out by um, my emotions that um, I didn't have any words to say but I knew that I needed to have this release Um, and so you know I'm like okay I need to pray but like I literally just don't even know what to say I don't know where to start you know and I, I like for days straight every time I would pray I would literally just speak in tongues and it wouldn't even necessarily be long sometimes it would be for maybe like two minutes sometimes it would literally be for like 30 seconds and I literally would feel like a change in my countenance to be able just to push through that day Or I've been experienced like when my dad was in the hospital praying for him and getting getting to a point of, um, I guess, again, being like, you know, overwhelmed um, and and just feeling like this strong sense to to go deeper in prayer, which is pretty much what it would be, um, but not having the Mm -hmm. language myself, not having the vocabulary. And naturally tongues will come out. And my father told me himself like, he was not sleeping for like three days straight in the hospital he literally would sleep for like a couple minutes and constantly wake up and that night he Mm -hmm. said he slept the entire night so it's like you know it definitely is like you said to each his own um like for you um praying you know in a private space that you know that probably does edify you and maybe it's just like Maybe now or maybe forever, your tongues were just given to you just for you, just to edify you. Like, you know, everybody has different experiences, Mm -hmm. but again, that doesn't change the God that we're talking about. And it still doesn't change that love is the most important thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I mean look yeah I would definitely agree with that because like it doesn't happen like all the time I definitely the first time it happened I think I was in a space where like there's nothing Mm -hmm. more for me to say I was already in like worship so I was already like encountering God like hooking up with the spirit um which sounds like really weird to say See? out loud. You say this stuff is like mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> sounds a little <laughs>
0: whatever. <laughs> whatever. Y'all know what I mean. But like, yeah, I was already like in that in that space. But like, you know, when you're just like, um when you're in such intense like encounter with God. And I I think I just uh like I'm a singer, okay like when you're
1: in worship.
0: <laughs> I love
1: I am too. Yeah, I it's love crazy. To sing. You'd be like, why don't you want to dance? Um, and I'm like, Y'all don't understand how, how much I enjoy just singing in worship. Like I'm not a singer, but I can sing. But even if I couldn't mm-hmm. sing, I think I still would enjoy just singing to God. Like just let me be in my seat and sing. Yeah. I would like
0: there are most of my days like I will just break out into song like just acknowledging God like in song and um, with dance there was a season where dance was definitely without a doubt used as a portal for Mm -hmm. prayer like dance became my prayer language for a a season for sure and I definitely think that like it's still, it's still there, which I will talk a little about, about later in Shameless Plug. <laughs> I'm really excited. Um, but uh, I love to sing, like, mostly, like, when I'm in worship. And I just, I don't know. I was, like, I had music playing and I was singing. And I'm that, I, like, really enjoy the, like, spontaneous type of singing where, like, I just go off script you know and just start declaring things in song and i just all of a sudden i didn't it was not planned like you know i just was singing and then all of a sudden what i'm singing is not english Mm -hmm. (laughs) and but i know that i'm i'm singing to God you know like I'm not singing about God I'm singing to God and I was just so overcome with like emotions where you're just like there's nothing more that I can say in like if I had like that saying if I had a thousand tongues it wouldn't be able to describe how good you are my God you know like so yeah but like it doesn't happen all the time. And so I I definitely agree with you. I think it is, it's more of like, maybe it really is just for me. It's not supposed to be this like spectacle thing for other people. Um, But I definitely, I'm with you. Like I'm very, I'm kind of picky about who has access to me in certain spiritual ways. Um So with the right person, I can definitely appreciate and um, love if someone wanted to include tongues in their prayer for me and Mm -hmm. over me Um, or for someone that I love or care about. I remember when my mom was in the hospital and like recovering from her stroke, I was so overcome by the people who prayed for her like genuinely and like there were people who you know speak in tongues that like when they prayed like tongues would come out and I definitely felt like this 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 extra like power this extra like encouragement um on her behalf and yeah I think uh sometimes when I'm thinking about my mom, like in worship, like, and I'm thinking about her and her healing, like sometimes tongues will come out in that way because there's like this, this desperation, you know? Um, And like, there's only so many ways you can say, God, please like heal my mother. (laughs) Um, So I totally get it. Like, you know, when there's, when there's like desperate times call for desperate measures and sometimes we have to we have to tap into things that like we can't understand in order to like get that extra sense of peace or assurance um that like english words just cannot convey <laughs> yeah you know or words mm-hmm. in general i don't know facts yeah it's beautiful. It really is.
1: <laughs> well, some people's. I told you I'm picky. I really, uh, honestly, like some people's tongues like irritate me. <laughs> but that, it, I, yeah, really? but that ain't my.
2: Like, you know,
1: it don't matter. It ain't for me. Because there are there are other people's tongues That's that immediate. like. I I feel it like when they start speaking. I literally like mm-hmm. physically feel. I don't know what be happening spiritually, but like I feel it. So. People's tongues irritate me. I'm just like, mm, it's just not for me. But do you thing. Do your shit, sis.
0: <laughs> well, you are—you are just a generally picky person. I know. <laughs> I noticed. I have like really noticed that about you. What about random week. stuff, though? Yeah, like this past year. Um, well, this past week, honestly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so much.
0: <laughs> Y'all, let me tell you. Alicia slept in my house, in my room, and we're getting ready for bed. And this girl is like, so you're just going to leave your bathroom door open? You should leave your closet door open? And I was like, I mean, sure. She was like, can you close them? (laughs) And I literally thought, like, you were, I don't know, you remind me of, like, the kid that, like, thinks there's like monsters in the closet and like, please close it so I can sleep at night. And then you had your like blankie. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: that did not help the situation because it does, it did seem like I was like a kid, like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> no, I just I take my cover everywhere because people don't be having covers or like, you know, they like to be cold. They like to sleep on the fans and stuff. I don't sleep under a fan, so I'm usually cold. But your house wasn't cold, so.
0: Right. Well, no, no, no. I didn't think you were childish. I just <laughs> thought like, I just it was like funny. I guess because like, we've just never shared like a living space. Yeah. Like usually, like if I come to your place, you come to my place. Like, we're not we're not staying. It's just like okay, nice visit. See you the next day. Yeah. <laughs> So it was just funny to see all your little quirks but it was like reaffirming like Alicia is very particular about <laughs> certain things. It's like random things. It's not everything. It's just like random things.
2: Right.
0: But they're things that like actually matter. Like that have to do with your comfort. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense. Like you want to be comfortable. I'm very like, big on comfort. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, and whereas for me, like, uh, it doesn't really bother me one way or the other if the door is open or closed. So, sure, I'll close it for you. Like, because I'm the type of person that I want everyone else to be comfortable. So, I'm willing to, like, not necessarily, well, sometimes, yes, sacrifice my own comfort <laughs> for other people. But in that particular case, like, it really didn't affect me mm-hmm. one way or the other. And I kind of was like, "Wow, I haven't really thought about like my habits in this way until you like said something." And I was like, "Huh, I guess I do like leave the closet door open a lot, or whatever." <laughs> and I don't know why that is. It's just like a thing. Um, and now, lately, <laughs> this past week, I've been like closing the closet door) <laughs> <laughs> Cause you were like, it just creates more space when you do, and I have noticed, like, wow, I like, yeah, girl, getting more
1: space. this girl get dressed and then leaving the closet door just wide open. Mind you, the closet door is in the walk space of her room, so every time you try to go to the bathroom, you gotta walk because you got a bathroom in her in her room, y'all. She got money, but when you <laughs> when you try to walk to the bathroom, you gotta go around the door instead of just walking straight. Like, close this door. That's it's so Thanks. random and picky, but like <laughs> I'm just trying to make e- life easier for you. You know,
0: thank you for that because <laughs> I like to make everything more difficult.
1: Yeah, that's the type of stuff you just no. you you figure out when you like are in your own space and you just realize like why why am I doing this? Like why would I yeah. walk all the way out? And I've done stuff like this before. You know, in my my apartment, I have uh, a island. Mm-hmm. And I'll walk from my room and walk all the way around the island to get to the fridge when literally there's a, a, a little walkway right there. What are you doing? Like why are you making stuff harder. But I still make stuff harder on myself too. So you know, you yeah, gotta have your friends just... that, that let you know like, hey, that wasn't necessary. And I do have my friend like that. So I just had to be that friend for you. That's all.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that <laughs> When I come up to visit you, because you are going to let me and Whitney say what you right? Okay. Yes. So wow. anyway. Uh- <laughs> we didn't talk about this. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, you uh, know about about the, party. the party is here when I'm there. Okay. Um, I'm sure that when I see you again in your environment, I'm going to be like, Alicia, do you notice? Right. <laughs> and i am be like, okay. And- can you like maybe you know maybe not. I, don't, I don't can you maybe not do that
1: <laughs> Are you no, but I think
0: closing doors. I think that um but also the reason why you're picky is because I believe that you have a very strong sense of discernment. Thank you.
1: <laughs> why, why do you believe that?
0: I, well, first of
1: all, because <laughs> I'll be like, "Listen, God, you got to help me."
0: It it's very low key. It's very subtle. Um, like I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> I just know that Wait, why am I echoing? Yeah,
2: I don't know. Okay.
0: Whatever. Um, I just know that when when you really like ha- when you actually are speaking genuinely like this person is should be approached with caution or this situation should be approached with caution like usually you're right. Ooh. I can think of a particular situation and we weren't even really like that tight back then mm-hmm. but you, and, you probably don't even remember this. Um, no, I'm sure. I you don't. and I were, because <laughs> I have the gift of memory. You okay? do, and um, I'll be
1: like, huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you and I have both been hired on to teach at a dance studio for a summer, mm-hmm. and one day I remember you reached out to me, and you were like would you be willing to take the classes that I was hired on for? And you said, like you basically like I prayed about it, but I definitely think that even before you, like the reason why you were prompted to pray on it was because you already had this sense of discernment to be like, "Mm, I need to look into this more before I completely commit to this. And basically you were like, I prayed on it and I don't think I should, you know, teach at this, this place. And so you asked me to take your, take your classes and I did. And then, um, I remember this one person that I knew had spoken over me. They didn't even realize they were doing it, but they were like, other people's no's are going to become your yeses. And so I took that as a sign, like, oh, she said, no, it's my yes. (laughs) (laughs) And in a sense, uh, financially, yes, it was my yes. Um, But at the conclusion of that summer, some things went down in that situation where I realized, ah, ha, 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 this is why Alicia felt the no and maybe I should have uh, investigated a little more too. But going back to what my friend had spoken over me about the other people's nose being your yes, I do believe that that situation was necessary mm-hmm. for me to experience because it taught me a lot of things about what I should and should not tolerate when it comes to me teaching in certain scenarios um, but I just felt like wow but I immediately thought of you when you were like yeah no I don't want to I don't want to teach there so <laughs> and when all the things that went down happened I was like ooh, the Lord like <laughs> you know um, and, and that situation right then and there when I was like ooh that girl has like some discerning anointing over her because yeah I don't know there's there's been other things where you've said things and it's like very low-key and it's very subtle and I don't think you like even you're not being super intentional but like you've said things or done things where like it's sort of like "Hmm, maybe we should proceed with caution with this or we should look into this more and things have like transpired like later on where it's like aha ha okay you know you're very good oh. at um reading people reading the room um yes you're very wise thank you so i definitely think you have you definitely have a sense of discernment and you definitely have the a gift of wisdom um yeah. That's probably why I connect with you so well because mm, I've been told that that's also me. So and I definitely, I'm definitely like a very intuitive person. Uh, you are. So usually like I can, I can tell certain things without people actually like verbalizing them right away. Um yeah, and sometimes it takes a little nudge, it takes a little push. Like even with our friendship, like it took that little nudge, that little push for someone to say, "I think you and Alicia should be friends." Um but like when that person said it, like I could have just been like, "Nah," but I actually like <laughs> took heed to what they said. And like I actually like my spirit was like hm, okay you need to you need to like take heed to what this person is saying to you and um now we're here so <laughs> make it magic baby okay okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what's up though thank you for sharing that
2: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: It's always funny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we covered tongues, we've covered discerning, we've covered I mean, we've kind of talked about prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um I haven't really Okay, I <laughs> I had a very weird experience with Prophecy but it was more like In alignment with prayer but like I'm still trying To like I don't know cause For me like in my upbringing Like I always when I think of like Prophecy I'm always thinking About like Old Testament prophets <laughs> You know Um And like I mean this is true but like Just the like the Emphasis of like Prophecy not just being foretelling, but forthtelling. Mm-hmm. So like it's not just about like let me um, predict the future for you, but it's also about like speaking into things that are already like taking place. Um, but obviously, I didn't grow up in a church where like prophecy was like a thing. Um, and so I, that's where like the witchcraft thing <laughs> comes into play for me. Cause I always kind of saw prophecy as like, so basically you're a Christian psychic. <laughs> <laughs> and in some ways, I still like think that way about a lot of so called prophets. I don't know if you are familiar with the like controversy about, um, Brian Carn, I think. <laughs> he and, where he had a like New Year's watch night service, I think, and he did his like he his prophecy for the upcoming year and apparently like everything that he said, like this psychic had already like said like months earlier. <laughs> And there were these like, and it was kind of like these random ridiculous, not ridiculous, but just like random things about what was going to take place like in our government and like just the world in general, like this world leader is going to get sick and there's going to be this, this disease, you know, epidemic happening, like, you know, just like these general things, but very like um, serious stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it just it made me chuckle because I, <laughs> I mean there we no matter like what kind of like uh denomination you belong to like everybody knows that there's always like false prophets or false teachers or whatever um but i don't know like when i was growing up i just always saw like people who were like i'm a prophet where I'd just be like, you're basically like a psychic, but you're just putting Jesus on it. So, we'll, we'll call you a prophet instead, you know. Um, but I always like separated like the modern day prophets, like from the prophets that like we read about in the Bible. I don't know. But as I like, have obviously gotten older and like come to more understanding, like I definitely... I don't necessarily think that like all people who claim to be a prophet are just like, you're just a Christian psychic or like you're fake, you know, but I'm definitely prophecy is one of those things where I'm definitely a much more skeptical about than I am about other things. And I guess it's just because I'm kind of like, how do you know that? Like, why are you so confident that like what you're saying is so true especially when it comes to like the foretelling part where you're like speaking into what's going to happen versus like what has happened or what is happening now um because like I know my past and obviously I know my future my present because I'm living in it now so I guess I'm kind of like if you can't speak a little bit into my past or my present then whatever you have to say about my future I don't know is irrelevant to me (laughs) and I say this about prophets I say this about psychics I say all of it because I have you know you know i did i did that tarot reading or whatever but the thing that like got me about it was that it wasn't just let me tell you your future it was like speaking into my present to where it was like oh yes this is like happening right now you're speaking into what's happening now which is which is i'm easier to discern like whether or not this is true or false because obviously I know what's happening right now you know no. whereas like if you're just saying you know there's going to come a time where you blah 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 it's like okay but you don't know that <laughs> and i get okay if it's the gift of the spirit it's not them it's not of their power or their might doing it it's the holy spirit but it's, i just have more difficulty like trusting it like if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because you just like you could say like, well the Holy Spirit told me. But you know what? A lot of people say that God told them a lot of things that is full of shit. So you know (laughs) That's true. I don't know. What are your thoughts on it?
1: On prophecy. Yeah. (laughs) Well you know no, I'm just
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and prophesy, I girl. I'm just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I love prophecy, but, you know, I also have my reserves because, again, like I said, I am picky. So I do have my reserves about certain people doing it. And let me just note that, like, well, sometimes when I have my reserves about people, it is due to. Character, but um mm-hmm. it it also depending on what it is is it is also due to um what you say that fruit shows baby, okay, but <laughs> but also like when it, comes, when it comes to my discernment, like there definitely are situations where I'm just like, you yeah, know, this is not it, Mm-mm and thank god that i've never been in a situation where somebody has been off prophesying to me i always wonder like how i'm gonna handle that situation like am i gonna let them finish am i gonna look at them crazy am i gonna be like "Mm, just stop it's okay just let you walk away and Mm -hmm. not embarrass you i don't know what i'll do but i hope that i'm never in that situation um however i have been in situations plenty of situations where someone is you know Trying to prophesize to the entire congregation and it's just it's just not.
2: Uh-uh.
1: Let it go. <laughs> like you you fishing for words at this point. You almost sound like you don't even have a vocabulary. Like you just lost all your words because, yeah, like you're not hearing nothing. You're not seeing nothing. You're just talking like, and that's
0: embarrassing, <laughs> Like
1: oh my gosh, I would never do that. If if the Lord, if I do not hear anything from the Lord. I'm not about to sit here and, and act like I, like, I don't know. People are bold to be saying that the Lord said this and he ain't saying nothing. He chilling. Like what you talking about?
2: Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay.
0: But I think it goes, it goes back to that pressure of like wanting to belong. And like, because we emphasize those things so much that we are like, if you don't, if you're not operating in like, that gift like because as much as people emphasize tongues i notice a lot of people emphasize like prophesying Mm -hmm. too because like Mm -hmm. even like in the worship music that we listen to sometimes like they're like prophesy like come on let's prophesy into this like blah 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 and so it's just like people are compelled to like make shit up because (laughs) they want to prove that like they belong Mm -hmm. Um, because we keep Using like these gifts As like a measurement tool Um Of your Christianity you know,
1: And your relationship with yeah. God And all of these things
0: Right So I
1: <laughs> Yeah
0: I feel you though <laughs> uh-uh. But some I don't know sometimes I'm like I think it's like If you don't force it It'll just right. come If it to because I've definitely I guess maybe like prophesied into things but I wasn't like trying to I just spoke into something like I'm just speaking and I'm just tapping in. I'm not a I don't I'm not a hearer. I'm a feeler. So I feel God I guess like I'm a kinesthetic type person. So sometimes I'll just be talking and um Later on, I'll discover, like, oh, that wasn't just me talking, mm-hmm. like, that was God, like, speaking through me um, and speaking into something. But ugh, I wasn't, like, trying to force it. I think when you try to force it, that's when it's like, oh, this is not okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. that's that interesting. Ain't my thing,
2: boo. But
1: I mean, as far as my personal self, I do like i I can prophesy, but like you said, I don't force anything i'm not I'm not gonna fish for words and none of that <laughs> like if it comes, it comes, and usually, for me, this is the thing usually when when I have something that um God wants me to share with someone, if I don't share it, I literally start to like feel anxiety. It's the worst thing ever mm-hmm. I hate it, I hate it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one of the times, I think this was like the point where I really realized like, okay, you gonna have to just do this because this feeling of like, just not being at ease is I can't like over something so simple. Like, oh yeah, just say this, just say it. But anyway, um, it was, <laughs> it was actually um, in college, my ex <laughs> We were in a class together, and at that time we like kind of knew each other like on a high vibe basis, and we but we mm-hmm. sat next to each other in this in this course, and God just kept telling me like you need to say this, you need to say this, you need to say this, and I'm just sitting there like mm-hmm. but why that's so simple like why can't you just say it <laughs> and. But then st- I'm trying to do my work, and I was really focused because it was a costuming class, and so we're like making clothes and like doing actual work. Mm-hmm. And I just, my body just felt, ugh, like I I can feel the anxiety just thinking about it. This is why at this point, like whenever I, I hear something, see something, feel something, because I I'll experience all three, um, at different times. Um, I'm like I have to, I just gotta share it. Like it ain't even about me. I'm just gonna drop this bomb and just and just walk away. So yeah, that was the first time that I like really, really experienced like yeah, ain't no holding back. But I also knew that like this, I know that like this is not me because I wouldn't even say that. It's, mm-hmm. That's random. Well, it's not random. Like it definitely was necessary after I told them, and you know, it was like, oh wow, thank you. Um, but. Yeah, I'm not about to do the extra people. I don't know why people. I, I truly don't understand why people want to be a prophet. Like I do, I do understand <laughs> it for like because you know, like you said, people want to belong. People want to be magnified. People want to be like on a pedestal and seem cool and like they have this super amazing showy great gift. I get that, but that's not me as a person in general. So I, <laughs> I'm okay. Like no, all that attention, no yeah. babe. I'm good. Uh-uh. And they have to be wrong right? while you're having attention?
0: Yikes. Mm-mm. <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah. Um yeah, so we definitely I'm really enjoying this like signs and wonders conversation. Yeah. Um, uh, we're gonna have a part three uh later. <laughs> Um, Because we've yet to get into like my favorite, which is the dreams and visions. Um, But yeah, I guess we can like wrap up though. And um, is there anything like else that you want to emphasize? I feel like we basically y'all just do you, but don't be extra like and make sure it's coming from a genuine place. I guess that's fine with that, like with the gifts and all that. Um, Like, it's fun. It's cool. Just make sure it's coming from a genuine place. And also, like, I guess we as Christians, like, need to recognize that we are weirdos. Like, we really are. And don't be so, like, shocked and offended when people call you out on how weird you are. Because... (laughs) And sometimes it's not even about, like I was saying before it's not even about because God like told you to be weird. It's because we like, for whatever reason have created these constructs that like make us that way when really like we could just be a little more chill Mm -hmm. about it. Um, I think we just, we love to puff ourselves up because we've been given this theological position of like, we are the chosen ones. We are the... um, You know, we're better than everybody because Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, come down from your high horse and <laughs> just recognize it. like, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. And we're weird as fuck. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess we can move into shameless plugs which i have some really cool announcements (laughs) um i will start with because we're kind of already in this realm i'm gonna start with an announcement about found movement group the dance company i dance for which you guys have heard me talk about a lot on this podcast Well, if you don't already follow Found Movement Group on social media, I'm proud to announce that we finally have our own space. Praise be to God. (laughs) It was a struggle, but we have it. And um, it's located in the Wedgwood, Houston area. Um, And just stay tuned for like more details about it. But Yes, we have our own space and we are hoping to like open that space up very soon. Um, Basically, like the space is going to provide, you know, a space for artists in Nashville as like studio and performance space. So we'll be like offering classes there and also be able to perform like have performances there as well. Um, So if you want to like get in the know about that space, I suggest you go to foundmovementgroup.com or follow found on Instagram at fmgdance. Um, Sign up for like the emails so you can get the emails like all the time and get the latest updates with that, including input on what we should name the space because we still don't have a name for it yet. (laughs) Um, So if you want in on that, you know, hit us up. And, um, with that, what I was mentioning earlier about dance being a portal, like for prayer and like encountering the divine, I am launching a brand new class that will be taught in the new space. Um, but I'm also hoping to take this class, like everywhere I go, um, But I'm launching a new class. I don't really think it's ever been done before in the way that I'm planning to do it. Um, Because I have a background in dance, like dance ministry, but I didn't really want to like do a dance ministry class because like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I just didn't really feel called to that. Um, But I am starting a class and it's called Mystic Flow. Um, Basically, this class is going to be merging like our passion for movement with um, spiritual practice. So it's not necessarily specifically just for Christians, um, but it's just basically for anybody who like is a spiritual person. And it's just going to be a space for us to like reclaim our faith and spiritual traditions and like merge that with movement practices that we're familiar with or maybe not familiar with. Um, And we're just gonna use movement as a portal to like connect with the divine in however you like see fit. So it's this class is basically a big fat experiment (laughs) for me. um, Yeah, so Mystic Flow, is what it is. And some of the things that we talk about on the podcast, like I hope to incorporate into that class. So maybe like some of the topics that we cover will be able to make it a little more practical um, and apply it to embodying it in our bodies. Um, so and you don't necessarily have to be a dancer, like, quote unquote, dancer to take this class, Um, I want to open it up to like anybody who is willing and able to explore spiritual concepts with their bodies, their minds, their spirits, just the integration of all the things. So yeah, I'll have more info about it as it comes, but yeah, I'm really Come excited. On, um, I like the name. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was a, sh- it was a struggle cuz Stacy was like I need your class descriptions like asap you know cuz us company members are going to be teaching class if not. It was actually Stacy who I don't know. She kind of spoke into it, <laughs> spoke into that because just to give a little transparency like I was let go from a dance teaching position that I had and it was in a more traditional like Christian space and um it was really painful um, that whole process and I won't really go into it. But like Stacy was one of the first people that I called when it happened um, and me and her got to talking and she was like, well, you know, we're going to get our, you know, we're going to get our new space. And like, I would love to give you the space and the platform to explore your artistry in alignment with like your spirituality because she recognizes that like you're evolving in your spirituality and like you're finding community with other people that are doing the same thing and I don't know so I'm really 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 grateful that she is giving me the space and the platform to to do it and like encouraged me to do it and when I sent her the class description she was just like so for it she was like this is amazing so yeah I'm super excited for it and maybe I'm actually thinking of piloting it with like a select few people when I visit Illinois so if any of you Illinois folk if you live in like Chicagoland area or like Bloomington area And if you're interested Send us an email and Misfitsandmistixpod at gmail.com And be like Abra I want to try out your class And I'm coming to Illinois At the end of July early August So if you want to do that um, Hit me up and I will Like try to set something up to like Pilot this um, Because like I said It's a big experiment I don't know Of anybody else who's like doing anything like this so yeah so that's a thing um also wanted to reiterate evolving faith conference is happening october 4th and 5th in denver colorado make sure you you know go to their website we'll have that info um in the show notes um also want to continue to pray for rachel held evans Um, if you feel compelled to like share it on social media, we're using the hashtag PrayForRHE. Um, there's also a GoFundMe page um, to help with medical expenses because, you know, we live in the United States and our healthcare sucks. So, yeah, but we're continuing to lift her up in prayer. Currently, there's really no change. She is still in a coma. Um, so, yeah, this is... Uh, wow, this is actually really, really hard for her family, her friends, and all of us that um, have been following her work and have been positively impacted by the work she's done. Rachel, after reading her book, Searching for Sunday, like after reading that book, it, it gave me the courage and strength to not give up on God and to not give up on community and church and all that and i've just been i've been reading a lot of tweets and posts of people that have just been empowered by the work that she's done over the years and it's incredible so like man i'm a doubter but i'm believing god for like a miracle for her so yeah pray for her please um And then to end on a positive note with my shameless plug, I want to just shout out my friend, Marissa. She is a freaking badass and a genius. She basically created her own app (laughs) and it's called Concert Wire. And I'm going to link the, the link below where you can, um, you know get it and do it but basically it links with your Spotify playlist and it's based on like concerts coming to your city and your musical tastes so like um she sent me the link like a little bit before like I bought tickets for Tank and the Bangas Mm -hmm. and um like so it like recognized like oh you listen to Tank and the Bangas like they're coming and I knew they were coming but like I thought it was cool that like it reiterated that and it also like showed me other concerts that were happening in my city based on like what I like to listen to and also suggesting like other artists that I might want to listen to based on what I'm already listening to. So um yeah, check out her app concert wire. She's amazing. She's still like, you know, tweaking it, perfecting it. So um check it out, give her some feedback and like, Yes, yeah, support people of color doing amazing smart things. Marissa is the bomb dot com. And that's basically all I have for Shameless Club. Get it, Marissa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have no Shameless Plugs. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I do have a song. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Great. And I'm actually going to sing this week. Look at that. Yeah. Let me gather my voice. <clears throat> I'm going to do my best, okay, because I be... <laughs> I'm be, i not even going to be one of those people. <laughs> if I mess up, I mess up, okay? It's fine. I told okay. you I'm not a singer. I just like to sing, and I, I got a little voice, a little bit, a little bit. But here we go. Y'all probably know this song. I'm really talking like the audience is like right in front of me. I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and sing. Sing Okay. (laughs) Here we go.
2: Lord, so many things I've got to tell you, but I'm afraid I don't know how cause there's a possibility that you'll look at me different lord hey. ever since that first moment i spoke your name from then on i knew that by you being in my life things were destined to change cause lord So many people use your name in vain, Lord. Those who have faith in you sometimes go astray, Lord. Through all the ups and downs and joys and hurts, Lord. For I still will choose you first. Mm-hmm. That is my song. Ah.
1: <laughs> For those who may be confused, who don't know what that song is, so y'all know, it probably sounds familiar. Love by Music Soul Child. There's a group called Trinity 5 7. I don't even know if they make music anymore, but they were uh, three women that had a gospel group and they did a rendition of that song called Lord and I believe music was actually in their version. Yes, it's yes. so old, but that was a bop,
0: okay? Such a bop, no matter what version. Yeah, and like who and you sang it so well. <laughs> sister. Thank
1: you. I appreciate it.
0: Praise the Lord. <laughs> Seriously though, <laughs> I'm not even joking. Okay, um, I love hearing you sing. Oh, thank you. That's that's literally One such a compliment
1: I'll to me be because you real. know I do not be singing for people. So when people tell me that, I'd be like, for real? Because you know, as a friend of mine, you you know that I'm always singing like just to myself. Right. but I don't expect people to comment on it, and I usually hope that people don't comment on it because <laughs> then I get nervous <laughs> but thank you
0: well i I love hearing you sing whether you're playing or serious um, I we should sing together more often I don't know
1: I just had an idea of like a uh, A a kickback get together night, but we'll talk about it later. It has to do with singing.
0: Okay, we'll talk about it later. (laughs) (laughs) Write that down. (laughs) Well, if there be nothing else, uh, I'm always the person that does the benediction because (laughs) you know, the Baptist in me. Okay, (laughs) Uh, now unto her. And they, and him too, who is able to keep us from falling, to keep us lifted up, and unto the one who is above all others that can do what only they can do, even when we don't understand and as we seek to know the one in the way that they want to be known, not the way that others try to dictate to us as they should be known. We say thank you, and we love you, and we wish all of our listeners blessings, prosperity, growth, love, respect, and all the good things that is an abundance, available to you. Let everyone say, Ashe, and Amen.
1: <laughs> Ashe.
2: Amen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, it's been a joy, so I guess we will see you next week. Next month, Alicia is picking all the topics. <laughs> It's gonna be good, so I'm super excited. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be proud. Uh, <laughs> so It'll be great. It's gonna be great. Anyways, we'll see you guys. Thank you for listening.
1: Bye. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Continue the conversation with us. Develop a community with other misfits and mystics like us and get your latest updates on Shameless Plugs and other news by following us on social media. We are on Instagram at Misfits and Mystics Pod, Twitter at Misfits Mystics, and we also have a Facebook page that you can like and share.
0: Want to reach us directly? Shoot us an email at misfitsandmysticspod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, and with your permission, we might give you a shout-out on future episodes.
1: Don't forget to subscribe on whatever streaming service you're using to stay up-to-date on newest episodes being released.
0: Leave us a review on iTunes to help us gain more visibility. Plus, we appreciate the feedback.